everyone, and welcome to the Be Loved, Be Bold podcast. My name is Mary Patton, and I'm so glad you're here. Two years ago, I started Be Loved, Be Bold as a way of encouraging students to live boldly for Christ in light of being loved by Him. My hope is that as we share the stories of others and the work of Christ in their lives, students will be uplifted and God alone will be glorified. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Be Loved, Be Bold podcast. I'm so, so glad you're here. Um, It's been a long time coming. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you've been someone that's listened since 2020, I'm just so glad that you've kept up with it. Um, It's been such a cool thing. And this semester, as I wrap up my senior year, I'm hoping to release three episodes at least. Um, and it's just going to be so much fun. But today I have my good friend Sarah D'Amico here with me. <laughs> and we have been friends all of college. Uh, she's a senior, too, from Niceville, Florida. She's a civil engineering major. And we met the summer before college through some mutual friends. Um, ended up pledging the same sorority and then lived together our sophomore year. And now we live together in the new Cayo house, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, she has a brother named Connor, who's 27, and he has a wife named Ashley. And she has three pets, a dog named Bella and two cats named Raphael and Gus and she's moving to Denver next year to work for Kimley Horn and their development services. I think she's one of the coolest people ever. She's creative, stylish, athletic, loves to read, hang with friends, play soccer (laughs) and longboard. Uh, But most importantly, she loves the Lord and a lot of you when I released on our Instagram a poll about what some good topics for this semester might be. A lot of you are interested in the topic, finding joy when life is hard. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about that today. But Sarah, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad <laughs> to be here. Nice to have you on. It has been so sweet to oh. see you do this, like oh. since 2020. Like, it's just been so sweet to hear about it and the community and Seriously, such an honor. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Um, well, before we start talking about joy, I just wanted to kind of get into your testimony and how you came to know the Lord. So could you start with that? Absolutely. Um, so I was blessed to have been raised in a community of strong faith. And um, around middle school, I decided to accept God as Lord and Savior at a middle school retreat. Um, and throughout high school, um I just honestly didn't have a relationship with the Lord. It was just all morally sound. I just lived a very morally sound life. And on paper, everything would have looked great. And from the outside, you would have thought, you know, I was just a goody two shoes. Um, And so coming into college, honestly, through you and through other just super great intentional friends, like they pursued me as a person and and loved me and, um, honestly just encouraged me that there was more than just morality when it came to a relationship with Jesus. And um, honestly, starting freshman year, I knew there was just something something more there. And I just really intentionally started to prioritize Jesus in my life. And, you know, the last four years have just been a journey, you know mm-hmm. that. And um, it's been so sweet to just, like, see how faithful he's been to me. And, um, you know, for the rest of my life, however long that is, it's just been so sweet to know that Jesus has always been faithful in my life, whether or not I'm faithful to him, you know. And so, um, you know, we're on the long stretch, the yeah. marathon, you know. And so it's so sweet to do that with Jesus. So mm, That's awesome, yeah. Sarah. And the reason that I really wanted to have Sarah on, y'all, is because last semester— 
she, which I, you know, you can ask your friends for their story anytime, but to hear someone (laughs) share it before a large crowd is so special and different. (laughs) And she shared her testimony at Pine Lake College one Wednesday night and our friend group went and got to hear her. And it was just so encouraging. And I just thought if there were more people that could hear that, um, I just think the more people that could would be so encouraged. And so anyway, I wanted to ask you, how have you seen God grow you in college? And how would you say you're different from freshman year to now? Mm -hmm. So uh, God has definitely not shied away from (laughs) growing me. Um, And so, honestly, I look back to freshman year, and I don't really think that I'm super different in just the way that I act and and the things that I love to do. But God has transformed me so much internally that it's just... just can't deny it. And so, um, you know, I think the main thing that, that God did in my life, um, was just work through me through the loss of my mom junior Mm -hmm. year. Um, and you know, we've talked about this so, so many times. And, um, honestly, like that's just the moment that God just really pivoted in in my life and just showed me and, um, broke me down to build something else up in me. And, um, I think that's just so true is, um, you know, life is a roller coaster and there's so many ebbs and flows. And um, I think that was just a moment where I wouldn't say I necessarily hit rock bottom, but it was just a moment where God just broke me down to um, someone I loved so much that it just shook me. And I just knew that like nothing on this earth would satisfy me, you know, mm. the way that that he would. Yeah. Um, and honestly, just in those in those painful seasons and um you know, there's still, still days, you know, it was not that long ago. So there's still days that, um, you know, I feel the pain and I feel the grief and the loss. Um, but the Lord has been so faithful to just show me in those times that, you know, that he's sovereign over it all. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like that's been, you know, one of the most difficult things I've ever gone through or could go through, but it's also been probably the biggest blessing in my life. Um, because it's just brought me so close to the Lord and just, um, I just started to depend on him in, in a way that I just had never experienced in, in high school or in middle school at all, um, just because that relationship was so surface level before. It was yeah. just kind of based off knowledge, and um, and now it's just a, a true belief and a knowledge that he is going to be faithful because yeah. he was faithful to me in that in that deep, you know, dark pit, you know, of that time. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's so amazing that you can say that, like, now, just even a year later, to be able to say, like, that was so hard, obviously, but, like, we see the joy that has shown through in your life, yeah. um, despite all of that, and so that's why I wanted to have you on to talk about this, is because, like, you know, that was such a hard thing, and it still is every day, but, like, you also have something that allows you to see beyond that hardship, and yeah. see that there is hope, and that there's a future um, and joy to be found and you said it like it just comes from like knowing God and not knowing about him but like knowing him and like your relationship with him and I think that's so awesome so I wanted to ask you what is joy to you and do you think there is a difference between happiness and joy if so what is it oh absolutely there is a difference (laughs) Uh, I would say uh, joy to me is just delighting and the things that the Lord would delight in, you know, Mm -hmm. the fruits of the spirit and just, um, portraying those. And, um, this world I've realized, and honestly, you know, through the passing of my mom has, it just, it woke me up to just the brokenness in this world. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Whereas, you know, you can think of the most joyful person, you know, but they're still living in, you know, the same broken world that we all are living in. Um, and so joy to me, honestly, is just something that I constantly have to seek over, you know, I, every single day. And honestly, I can't even say it's a daily thing. It honestly is an hourly thing. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's hour by hour just seeking that joy um, that truly just comes from the Lord um, and that fulfillment that really only comes from Him. And I heard a quote the other day, and it was just like, you know, you can have hope while you're physically in this world, but Mm -hmm. my hope is not in the world itself. It's in Jesus. And um, honestly, like that joy is such a deeper feeling than the feelings of happiness that I feel, you know, on the daily. And so, um, I think for sure there is a difference between yeah. those two. I think you got you got it. Like happiness is fleeting and there are moments when I feel happy when, you know, I see something special like a sunrise or mm-hmm. a sunset mm-hmm. or, you know, I get an A on a test or whatever, but that is not gonna be what helps me through the hard times and right. like what gets me through some you know, struggles with a friend or whatever happens in life. And so I think it's so sweet that God promises joy before he promises happiness. And I actually looked this up and in the ESV Bible, the words joy or rejoice or joyful appear a total of 430 times, Mm -hmm. which is so cool Mm -hmm. Um, because compared with happiness, which they, that only appears 10 times. So I just was like, wow, like that is just so sweet that, you know, a fruit of the spirit is joy, not happiness. Because right. It is like what the, what Jesus gives, what Jesus provides. Right. Um, and it's like you can honestly like you can act happy and be happy and still not have joy. Yeah. You know, and I think that's um, just so crazy to think about because I think so many people pair the two together mm-hmm. and joy is just that it's that deeper fulfillment in, in the Lord. Yeah. And so, yeah, awesome. I think that's what we need to seek for. Yeah. What are some practical ways we can experience joy? Um, so some practical ways that I've experienced joy is honestly just spending my free time with Jesus. And that sounds so basic, but honestly, you know, I was talking about how that hour by hour, you've got to seek out that joy. Mm-hmm. And I think those are just the, the the ordinary moments throughout the day are the ones where I can just experience the most joy and just like in the car, you know, instead of, um, you know, blasting music on your way back from work or class or wherever, you know, just being silent and talking to God, you Mm -hmm. know, and about your day and, um, just having, you know, communion with him daily and hourly is just so special and it doesn't have to look like anything, um, significant or crazy. It can just, you know, be, you know, just you talking to God in silence or you just listening to worship music or in the word for um, however long. And um, I think God just appreciates that consistency way more um, than the intensity of that. And those are just the the moments where I feel like I experience the most joy with Mm -hmm. the Lord is in my free time. Oh, that's so good, Sarah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, I think like there are ways that we can experience, you know, a nearness to God, in, almost indirectly like through his people like mm-hmm. being with people who also are pursuing the Lord but Absolutely. nothing beats just like running to him mm-hmm. and running to his word and I know there are times like I was talking about this with one of our other good friends Shelby the other day where you just might be like reading the word and not 
I don't know, not feeling it in a right, way. Like, yeah. you don't feel, like, it's 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 easy. I, I had, like, moments like that last semester where I was felt like I was doing all the right things and going to RUF and, you know, reading my Bible and trying to pursue the Lord. But it was more so, I think, me getting caught up in the, like, I'm trying to do what's right, right. versus just trying to be with God. Be with Him. And right. so that's something that I would encourage people in is, like, you know, when it comes to joy and experiencing joy, you're not going to find it when it's like almost self-focused right. and it's like, this is like for me, but it's like, God is our maker who loves us and sent his son for us and just wants to, wants he just us, wants us. Wants yeah. us. Yeah. Like he just wants us to abide. And like, I forget it all the time. I really do. And that's why I have like some days where I'm like not as joyful. <laughs> right. like, yeah. You know what? Like he is the vine. I'm the branch. And like, I'm just, the days that I'm not abiding in him or the days where I'm just not feeling the joy. So anyway, all that to say, like, I love that you said that you just, that your free time is a good time um, to just be with him. And like, I think that's the best way you can spend it. Mm -hmm. Cause like, like what else is better? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. There's so many great ways to spend free time, but that's, that's definitely the best. Um, What are some verses that you remind yourself of when life is hard? So my go-to verse, you've heard me tell you it a million times, but it is, it's Psalm 73, 26. And um, uh, this verse, honestly, every time I read it, it, it points me back to just that, that God is my portion in full. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it just, anytime that I'm looking for anything on this world to satisfy any, any relationship, any grade, any achievement, anything that is good in and of itself, um, this verse reminds me that it ultimately is God that's going to, you know, be my portion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Mm-hmm. So that's been a really, really sweet one um, to hold on to, um, especially in, in just the last year and a half. Um, but one I stumbled upon recently the other day, um, and it's just so, so good to remind myself of this when life, you know, senior year life is crazy and things are happening every single day and, Um, you know, tomorrow we're turning in diploma applications and just so many things are changing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just a minute ago, we're calling about housing and where we're going to live after school. And so this verse just really puts it in perspective. But it's Philippians 3.13. And it's just been one I've been reading recently. And it just basically says to um, not worry so much about the past, but look forward and um, and keep moving forward. And it's just been so sweet to, to think of that, to just have your eyes focused forward and what, what God is going to do in the future. Mm. So it's been so sweet. I love that. Not to dwell on things that have already happened. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's it's it's good to look back when you're thinking about the ways that you've been blessed. But when you sit and right. dwell on the hard times that have happened, it's like, it's not it's not beneficial in any way. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, we can look back and see God's goodness in that and, and yeah. reflect on blessings. But I think like what you said, it's like we get, we always have hope and in, in looking forward right. as, as believers. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um, one verse that I pulled up when it comes to joy is let me find it here. John 15, which comes from the branches and vine verses I was talking Mm -hmm. about. And I just wanted to pull up something that specifically mentioned joy since it is mentioned so many times, but um, John 15, 10 through 11 says, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Mm -hmm. So how is our joy full? Well, he talks about like just keeping his commandments 
um, and abiding in his love. And mm. it just, I feel like I love that so much because it shows that like Christ, I mean, imagine how much joy he had and he came to this world to suffer the cross ultimately. Right. And he, what was to come for him was like when he was alive, like what was coming for him was the cross. But like also right. beyond that was the hope um, that he like would be with his people, like that he would be with us. And right. um, joy for, to him is like being with us. And so from his perspective, it's like, why would we not return that? Right. And like, and yeah. like, want to experience the same thing so I think it's interesting when you think about it from the other perspective it's like his joy is full and abiding with the father and like with us too and so then like how much joy you know can we experience too if we abide in him and the father too anyway it is really (laughs) just such a hope that it you know our joy is going to be completely filled like when we are in eternity you know and so I think that is such a good like you know that's the finish line. Mm-hmm. Like nothing on this earth should ever be our end goal or our finish line because yeah. ultimately our joy will be fulfilled. Then. Yeah. So yeah, it's, you're so it's right. sweet to live, live life out yeah. knowing, you know, eternity is, is the end right. goal. Right. Right. And I like titled this podcast, be loved, be bold, because like the joy that comes from knowing you're loved, like propels you to like live a different way. Right. You know, it like really we, does. we really will change our day to day when we remember we're loved so much that we have a future um, with him in heaven. Mm-hmm. So um, I always end with this general question uh, because you're so bold to come onto the podcast. <laughs> How would you encourage students to be bold in their faith? Um, so something I've just thought about um, recently is just the idea of grace and truth. And um, I think just, you know, being in a college environment and surrounded by so many different people, thousands of students who just have totally different lifestyles, totally different backgrounds. Um, you know, it, it's a struggle to figure out a way to connect with everybody. And um, honestly, like one of the things that I've taken away um, that I heard, I think sophomore year, and I've just remembered it ever since, um, was just treating everyone with equal amounts of grace and truth. Because mm-hmm. I think um, when it comes to different people and um just relationships with them. Someone told me, you know, you need to treat everyone with equal amounts of grace and truth. And just by that meaning, everybody, you know, needs grace because ultimately that's what Jesus gives us is that, is that divine grace that we've all experienced. Um, And people need that grace. Um, But if there's too much of that grace and not enough truth, then people aren't, um, people aren't knowing Lord and knowing what he's done. And so I think just like, I'm such a numbers girl, mm-hmm. you know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just like engineer. and just splitting that up, like 50% is grace and 50% is truth. Mm-hmm. And no more, you know, more or less of any of the other. And people, you know, are either going to feel judged if you're throwing too much truth at them or mm-hmm. they're not going to feel loved if you're not giving them enough grace. Um, and I think we've all kind of experienced people who have either thrown way too much truth at us when we needed it. <laughs> a little bit more grace and then, you know, been very graceful when maybe we needed a little bit more truth. And so that's kind of like the, the best piece of advice that I've been given. And it's just helped me walk a little bit bolder in this broken world. Wow. I love that. And I haven't heard that answer. Um, I mean, every answer from every guest is different and it's the same question. And so I really do love that because like you said, it's a hard it's a hard thing to like 
to, I don't know, for me, I personally am a people pleaser, so I lean more towards the grace the side <laughs> and probably could use a little more truth. But, like, it right. is that Jesus is both, like, right. just and loving at the he same is, time, and he yeah. is the perfect balance. And so it's, like, as reflections of him, like, we need to be that, and, right. it, and we need to have both. and you can be more bold when you have both. So mm-hmm. um, that is so good, Sarah. Thank you so much yes, for coming on. You. This was awesome. Really, really enjoyed it. And I hope that everyone listening got some takeaways. Um, we're keeping it kind of like short and to the point. Um, I feel like this semester, mm-hmm. but it's raw sweet, and it's real. Sweet, raw and real. Raw and real. Um, but y'all tune in for our next episode in uh, two weeks. And I can't wait to see what is to come. Thanks, y'all.